who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Um, so actually when I auditioned for it, I didn't know that I was auditioning for Scream. It was ah. like untitled whatever. And uh-huh. I was like, okay. It was like the shortest scene ever. I'm pretty sure I filmed it with my boyfriend, like in my basement, like really like anyway um and I just sent it in and then I get a call from my manager and she's like yeah so you have a callback um it's actually for Scream and I'm like Scream like like the horror like the ghost face the mask guy and he's like she's like yeah um yeah and I'm like okay mom I'm like mom mom, mom." and then I'm like okay this is legit Hello, world, and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If you're not subscribed to the podcast already, make sure you hit that subscribe button now and uh, check out the links in the show notes. You can see the full video on our Patreon and uh, give us a shout out on Instagram and say hello. This week on the show is Devin Nakoda. She is starring in the brand new Scream 6, which is out tomorrow. I was lucky enough to see it last weekend, and it was so good. I honestly can't wait to see it again. I am such a big Scream fan, and I'm telling you, this new one takes it to a whole new level. It is so good. Ghostface is back. Devin and I talk about everything having to do with Scream and how she got started in the industry, and she shares some really fun stories. So here is my conversation with Devin. And welcome to the show, Devin! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk to you. We have so much to get to, and obviously it's a very big week for you, um, so we'll get to that. But before we talk about anything Scream-related or your amazing projects, uh, the first thing I love to ask people is why you wanted to become an actor. Can I tell you something funny? <laughs> I never wanted to be an actor <laughs> ever um 
I was so shy. I I was a dancer, so I, I actually mm. I wanted I wanted to be um, a professional dancer, like in music videos or, or in film and TV. Um, and it just sort of happened on accident. Wow. It. Um, do you want to hear this, the audition? Please. This one now. Okay. Yeah. So I was 12 years old, and I like I said, I, I wanted to be a dancer in like in shows and whatever. Um, my mom friend who is is still to this day my agent reached out to him and was like I know you represent a lot of um dancers my daughter's interested um can we maybe like do an audition or something like we don't really know how this works and he was like yeah absolutely um there's actually this this American girl movie that they're auditioning for they they need dancers um a lot of my clients are already doing it so let's have Devin go to this audition I had to say one line it was let's get ice cream. And then in the room, the director um, actually was was there, which I feel like is kind of rare for a first That's audition. That's bizarre. Like, the yeah. director was there. And he goes, you know, you kind of look like what were the look we want for one of the lead roles. Do you like, do you mind, would you mind reading for it? And I immediately was like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> please don't make me do that. And he's like, he's like, come on, like, try it. So he's like, we'll give you 10 minutes, go outside, like read the scenes um, and then come back in. And he's like, you can read it from your paper. It's fine. And he went out and I was like crying to my dad. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I'm so nervous. My dad's like, Devin, this is so exciting. Like you should just try. Like what's the, you know, like what's the worst that could happen? And I'm like, right. okay. So I went in and I did it. And then I booked that. Yeah. Wow. It's actually crazy. I still, to this day, I feel like I've told that story so many times, but like it's insane, right? Like that doesn't. No, happen. I mean, that's crazy. That really does not happen. It was yeah. totally like meant to be perfect timing, perfect yes. place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's wow. how I started acting. And I thought I, the second I was on set, I was like, oh, cool. So I'm going to be an actor now. <laughs> and this is it. We found And this path. is it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So you do this movie and then what was that like for you? I mean, obviously you'd been a dancer. Did you still continue dancing and how did you find time for all of it as a young performer? Yeah. So I, I was still dancing um, competitively at the time. I, I ended up having to, to stop when I was 16 because it was it was getting too much with, with acting. There were times when I would like have to miss competitions and I'm like, I don't, I can't do that to my teammates anymore. Like, mm. like let's you know, um, it was hard to, to say bye to that chapter of my life. Um, but I've been very fortunate to dance in, in a lot of projects that I've done. Those are like, I love acting and dancing together. It's, it's my favorite thing. Um, so I've been really fortunate to be able to, to do the two of them still. Um, but yeah. Wow. So what happens after um, American Girl? Do you start auditioning more? What's like the next step that your career takes? And how are your parents adjusting to all of this? My parents were confused. I was confused. <laughs> Everyone was confused. <laughs> Nobody really knew what was going on. Um, and then, they, like, this does not happen to me anymore. But after I did the American Girl movie, I auditioned for Degrassi. I got that part I auditioned for um the next step and I got a part in that I there oh my were like gosh. Four things back to back that it was like yep you're you're hired and I was like oh my gosh like I am an actor and then like, you know this is so easy <laughs> yes but you know it's not easy 
Um, and then, and then the nose, the nose started happening and mm. I had a huge reality check. It was, that was a really hard for me as a, as like a 13 year old girl, um, not even wanting to do this in the first place. And then kind of just having it handed to me on a platter and then it being taken away, I felt, yeah. um, that was hard to, to adjust, but thankfully, like I had an amazing support system and I, it took my agent a lot of calls with me to be like, you are going to hear 99 no's before you hear a yes. He's like, I don't know what the heck happened in the first year of your career. He's like, that doesn't actually happen to people. Um, This is reality and (laughs) actor is not so easy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that it's hard, especially when you're a young performer to try to understand like, and not get into your head of like, I'm not enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. You're already dealing with so many insecurities. And then to have all of that put on top of it, you're just like, yeah. wait a second. Am I not good enough? And it's just yeah. awful. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly. Yeah. It's awful. But mm-hmm. you got through it. Um, And then you did was backstage after that. Then? Yeah. OK. So yeah, how did that come about? After, and that was the first kind of big. That was my first like lead lead. Um, And it was so awesome. I got to do that with like all of my best friends, which was Aww. so cool. I feel like the Toronto acting community is pretty small. So yeah. I knew a lot of them before and a lot of them were dancers. So I had like known them through competitions and stuff. Um, that was, inc- we actually filmed 30 episodes in 30 days. What? Yeah. It was the craziest set I've ever been a part of. Like, I don't actually know how we pulled that off we had like an a team and a b team and so we would be filming in two different locations like on at the same time but that's just wild i know because <laughs> because we used an actual school so we needed to get it done in the summer um oh my gosh yeah <laughs> and that was your first time in a lead role in a series right yeah yes how was that for you adjusting to being in something so much and not having a break and obviously doing it very quickly? I loved it. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> I'm I'm the happiest when I'm on set. I oh my gosh, you could keep me there for 20 hours and I'd be like, "Yep, let's do it again tomorrow." I <laughs> I had so much fun. And again, like working with people who I was extremely close with, like that obviously we just had so much fun. It it helps mm. when you when you're with people who you obviously like you just love and we were hanging out like after set I couldn't get rid of them (laughs) (laughs) I love that um and then what happens after backstage do you do is that when Ginny and Georgia comes around Sneakerella when I did I think after that was the the swap which was my first um after American Girl it was like my first pretty I'd say like pretty big movie and yeah Disney movie um, so that was awesome. And I got to work with Peyton List. So like growing up watching her on Jesse, I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the first time that I was probably like fangirling over anyone on set. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, like I got to go to LA for the premiere. Like that was so awesome. And then Aww. I think after that also pretty dry run, like it happens a lot to me and then it just but you know now my mentality nowadays is whatever is meant for me will find me and Mm -hmm. I just I believe that wholeheartedly um and so that's the mentality that I have now I did not have that mentality last year let me tell you that but um (laughs) so you know yeah I went after that after the swap it was pretty pretty much nothing I started working at a restaurant I was I was um like in high school. Mm, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. 
Did you do online study or were you in regular school trying to balance all of this as well? Yeah, I was in regular school. Um, I was I went to a public high school. I remember actually when I was filming the swap, I, I had to miss a lot of classes. And my one science teacher, he I hope he doesn't hear it. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my one science teacher just didn't really understand like that I just couldn't go to school. All of my other teachers were sending like we would be get tutored for two, three hours a day. Mm-hmm. And um, he just wouldn't ever send my tutor work. He wouldn't he, – because he didn't <sighs> like the fact that I was missing to film a movie. I don't think he really understood. Yeah, he's um, like, oh, you're filming in your backyard with your friends. How cute. Yes. Yeah. And he failed me. He failed me. Yes. My mom got on the phone. My mom, oh my gosh, she killed that. I was like scared of my mom in that moment. She's literally on the phone and with the principal. She's like, I need a meeting with Devin's science teacher. I have receipts of all of the emails we've sent (laughs) to him of us asking for work. Um, She is absolutely not failing this class. And then he passed me with a 51. Oh, a 51. How kind. So generous. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. When I first started college, I had this this class where I went to my professor and I said, I'm going to miss this because I have an audition. And she Mm -hmm. goes, oh, don't worry about it. And then she was like, nothing's going to happen. And it turns out she had a pop quiz that day. And she, like, gave me a B, which I know is not bad. But in my perfectionist brain, I was like, excuse me, I've never had a B in my life. Uh And I got so mad at her. And she's like, well, you missed it. And I was like, I told you I was going to. I got so angry. You can't do that. No. Still a grudge. (laughs) Still a grudge. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, okay. So you're doing school, you're working in a restaurant and what, I mean, at that point in your life, what were you thinking? Were you thinking like, Hey, maybe I'll go to college. Maybe I'll do this instead. Was there any kind of doubt in your head about what you wanted to do? You know, there, there wasn't, there was doubt on how I was going to get there, but I was like, I don't, I just don't think that I'm meant to, go to college right now. So I actually, after I graduated high school, my two, three, four, four best friends and I, we packed up and we moved to LA for pilot season. Oh my Um, gosh. None of us had our visas. We couldn't work there. We were just auditioning (laughs) there. Um, We were just like, let's live in LA. Oh my God. Um, But we we had the best time. And I think obviously, you know, a huge part of, of it being an actor is the connections that you make. And so I think mm-hmm. just me auditioning in person instead of sending in the self-tapes, um, I, I really loved and just like meeting meeting so many people. And yeah. Um, yeah, but LA, I think I'm good to only be there for like three months at a time. I get it. I mean, if I didn't grow up here, I probably wouldn't stay here, you know? Right. I Okay. Like, yeah, I understand that. Yep. If I had grown up in Toronto or New York, I probably would have stayed there as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just out of, you know, ease. Um, yep. Well, you bring up an interesting point there. You came out to LA to meet these people in person, and now we've moved into this area of acting where it's like self-tapes 24-7 and you don't yeah. get to be in a room anymore. Yeah. How has that been for you? I know for me, I'm always like, I just want to see people. <laughs> yes, seriously. Uh, me too. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to go back to that. I, I have no clue. I, But, you know, I was I was pretty much used to it. So I'm like, okay, we're just going back to what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the nice thing about tapes, obviously, is you get to do them as many times as you need. There's right. no – if you're in an audition, you're like, you mess up. You're like, okay, well – 
that's great. I'm screwed. <laughs> um, if I do that with when my boyfriend's like reading with me and I'm like, oh, like, let's do it again. Like one more time. <laughs> so that's, that's the nice part. You get to edit it a little bit, but yeah. Um, yeah. Do you like, do you, do you like taping? You don't like taping. I know. I, you know, I'm used to it now too. I like it. It's just, I think, um, I think there's an inherent like thing that you miss with somebody, right? If you're talking to somebody, you can connect with them. You can vibe off of them. You can mm-hmm. kind of, you can ask questions. I think that's my biggest thing is I miss asking questions yeah. about the character and the the film and mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. because that would always be the first thing that you go into a room. They're like, do you have questions? Yeah. And you're always like, I do. I do. Here's my list. Yeah, you always have to have something prepared. Yes. But we'll we'll see. I think we're going to get to a point where it's going to be like Zoom auditions, which I think is fine. Mm-hmm. At least at least you don't have to like sit in traffic. Yeah. That's a, a huge bonus. Huge bonus. Huge bonus. Because I actually didn't um, grow up like in Toronto. I, I grew up maybe like an hour 45 outside of Toronto. So my, my sweet grandparents, when I was, when I started this, they would always drive me to Toronto, like after school, but it'd be like rush, like right in the rush hour traffic, like three o'clock to five o'clock. And they'd drive me, it would take us like two and a half hours with traffic to get there for a five minute audition. And then (laughs) right back home and they'd take me to dance. And it's like, that was like, uh, that would happen sometimes twice a week. Um, and Oh my gosh, I just I honestly I don't think I would be here without my without my grandparents doing that for me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of auditioning, um, do you have anything that do you have any superstitions that like things that you want to do before you go into a room or before you record or like a way mm-hmm. that you break down an audition in particular? Um yeah, you know what? I actually Whenever I look at a script, um, one of my acting coaches told me this. He, well, the first time that I met with him, I had this scene and I remember like going to his apartment and he's like, so what did your character have for breakfast this morning? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. He's like, why don't you know? He's like, that's you. He's like, what did, what did you have for breakfast this morning? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. And just that question, I was like, what the heck? I'm like, I actually need to, like, it's not just what you're reading on the page. They're real people. They have lives. Like, what mm-hmm. was their life like up until this moment that I'm auditioning for? Um, and so I really tried to, like, just make up a story for them. It doesn't have to make sense. It's like, <laughs> I can make up whatever I want. Um, and so I think I, I like I like doing that a lot. I used to a superstition I used to have. I don't do it anymore because I'm taping all the time. But when I would go into a room, I would listen to this like one song. It's like a it's like Alan Watts. He's a okay. Um. Anyway, it was like a talking like kind of I don't know. I thought it was like mystery <laughs> girl vibes or something. Um, but I I used to do that all the time. And I'm like, okay, Devin, like come on, that's, you don't need to do that anymore. I love that. I find that music actually does help you get into a certain mood a lot easier. Totally. Totally. And it was, it's, it's like a, it was like a spoken word music thing. And it's like talking about like your dreams and like, um, I, yes. I thought it was like, I didn't have my headphones on. I'm like, yeah, this is You were, just, you were um, affirmating. You were getting in there. You were like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back. 
As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Do you know how much you have in common with some of your favorite celebrities, leaders, Newsmakers, I'm Evelyn, the host of Reppin, where you'll meet notable people you think you know. You'll find out who they really are and what they represent. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts. And back to the show. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about Scream. I saw it last weekend, and it's so good. You did? I haven't I seen did. it yet. Oh so. my god! Okay, well, I saw it, and it was amazing. Okay, good, great. <laughs> I loved it. Um, personally, I think it's the best one since the first one in the sequel. Um, it's so good. And I have so many questions. So first off, it's set in New York, but you guys filmed in Montreal, right? Yeah. yeah. How was that? Did they have to change anything around to make it feel more New York-y? Or was it just like, we're going to go to the New York-y parts of Montreal and make it like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I mean, they like – they. Listen, you know, there's so many incredible people working on these sets. Like, there's hundreds and hundreds of people, and every single one of them has a huge major purpose. Mm -hmm. The sets that they were built, like, we built a lot of it in studio. Mm. Um, And actually, like, the the apartment, there's an apartment, like – it was an actual apartment, and then we – they replicated it. Like, they like, take the brick – like, I'm like, how did you do this? How do you just build that apartment in a studio? I was like walking through. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, can you guys like build me a house? Like, you guys want, can you do this for me? How did you, how did you do this in like a month? Um, but they're seriously such hard workers. Um, I think they, they built like the subway. Like just That's wild. Insane. Insane. Um, yeah. But Montreal, oh my God, we had the best time in Montreal. <laughs> I feel like anytime that you're filming on location, it's automatically the best time because it's like you're at summer camp almost. Yes, totally. And we were like all in the same hotel and like just always, we were always together doing stuff like, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, it's you a recipe like for 50, trouble. 
<laughs> yeah, you spend like 15 hours a day with these people and then I'm like, I actually, I'm not done with them yet. Like, let's go grab dinner. Let's go hang yeah. out. Like, yeah, it was awesome. And how was it for you joining such, I mean, Scream is one of my all-time favorite movies. When Stu says, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me, I laugh every single time. <laughs> funniest thing that a serial killer has ever said in a film. Um, but how was it for you joining a franchise that was already so, I mean, I would say it's one of the most popular franchises yeah, on the planet. I'd, I'd say I'd say so. Just iconic. Just like um, I was... It was a lot for me to take in. It also, it happened at a time where I was like this close to being done acting. Mm. I thought I was like going through a really, really rough time with it. Um, and because you know, a lot of my a lot of my friends were like graduating, and I'm like, shoot, like I haven't worked in a year and a half. I'm like, I I don't know. I'm like, maybe I just need to like switch up my priorities a little bit. Like I need mm. to maybe I should go to school do something. And um, I actually ended up booking Scream while I was in New York, leaving um, the Sneakerella premiere. I was like in the airport and I got the call and like I was bawling for like hours. I'm like, I needed this so much. And just the fact that it's this iconic franchise, like I was like, okay, trust the process. Like keep, you've got it. Like what is meant for me will come to me. And Mm. That was like the moment that I really was like, okay, I I trust you, universe. <laughs> I <laughs> like, trust the universe. You I take got a you. long freaking time sometimes, but I trust you. I love you, but like, come on. <laughs> what was that audition process like? Um, so actually, when I auditioned for it, I didn't know that I was auditioning for Scream. It was ah. like entitled whatever, and uh-huh. I was like, okay, it was like the shortest scene ever. I'm pretty sure I filmed it with my boyfriend, like in my basement, like. Really, like, anyway, um, I just sent it in, and then I get a call from my manager, and she's like, yeah, so you have a callback. Um, it's actually for Scream, and I'm like, Scream, like, like the horror, like the ghost face, the mask guy, and he's like, she's like, yeah, um, yeah, and I'm like, okay, mom, I'm like, mom, 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 and then I'm like, okay, this is legit, like, I would, I've never done a horror film before, so I was like, I am, like, I would love to do that, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, I had the the Zoom audition. It was a Zoom callback with Matt, Tyler, and Chad. And, um, and yeah, and then I found out, I think, like, the next day or two days after when I was in New York. Yeah. So it went fairly fast. Yes. Pretty, That's pretty remarkable. Fast. Yeah, because I, I remember I, I was doing, like, I had just gotten my hair done for the premiere, and then I had interviews, and then – like 30 minutes after my interviews, I had my callback, and then I'm pretty sure I flew to New York the next morning. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, what was the biggest challenge while filming, or was there a challenge while filming? I think the only challenge – oh, my God. The only challenge was, was leaving these people. <laughs> we had we had so much fun. Like, it really was – and it's so funny because we're, we're filming this, like, bloody, gory, <laughs> crazy horror film. And the second they said cut, we're, like, laughing and happy. And we're, like, always – it was just, like, such good vibes. So – wasn't it wasn't challenging at at all I mean there were obviously moments (laughs) where I'm like okay this is this is like where it hit me I'm like okay we're filming scream right now I'm like yeah oh my god 
Um, but yeah, yeah. The biggest challenge was, was leaving everyone. I was so sad. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I thought I was going to be like, you know, trying to get blood out of your hair or something, but. Oh, also that. Did you know that you have <laughs> shaving cream? Yes, I know. I'm like, it's in so my hair. Bad. And it's like, it just sticks in there too. And you're just like, how yeah, do I? Yeah, it's literally like cornstarch. It's yeah. cornstarch. Yeah, it's weird. It's crazy. I mean, how has someone not like come up with a better, I don't know. But maybe we should get on that. Figure right, out a better like, way to use. So if anyone is listening blood. to this, make We're some fake blood, please. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, normally I would ask you to share an audition story, but you've already shared a couple of them. Um, I have millions more. <laughs> I have so many. Um, well, do you have a, another one that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah, I have. Um, actually, this one's this one's a good one. Um, okay, I'm not a singer. Okay, at all, I don't sing, and I was sent this audition, and um, I it was like a musical. And I remember calling my agent and being like, okay, I told you I can't sing. I don't <laughs> want to sing. Like, I am a dancer. Don't make me sing. He's like, already talked to everybody. Like, you absolutely will not have to sing a song. Like, do not worry. I've I've called them. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, sweet. So I go with my mom. We're in the audition. And, of course, they go, all right, what song did you prepare? And I'm like, excuse me? I'm 12 years old also. I'm like, mm. Mm, what? And um, they're like the song, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I didn't prepare a song. I'm not a singer. <laughs> and they're like, Well, I remember the girl. She felt so bad for me because I started to tear up. I'm like a little baby at this time, and she's like, She's like, Well, we really, really just loved your audition. She's like, We can't send it to the producer if you don't sing. And she's like, They, they, they won't watch it. And I'm like, I okay. So I'm like, Can you give me ten? I go out, my mom's like trying to calm me down and I'm like, I don't even know what song to sing. And I'm like, I don't even know the words to Oh Canada. I went to a French school. So like I didn't, they were like, sing Oh Canada. And I'm like, I don't know the words in English. (laughs) I'm like, what am I going to do? So I ended up singing the cup song from Pitch Perfect. Oh my gosh. Um, And then they ended up, hi, I, I booked the job. But in they sent over the script and it's like I was going on stage. It was kind of like an audition, like an audition for like a theater mm. um, something. And my character goes, the the lady's like, okay, um, let's hear your song. And my character goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I can't sing. I When I sing, I sound like a walrus doing an impression of an elephant. <laughs> that was my line. And I'm like, oh, is that what these people – I'm like, thank you for hiring me. I'm like, but is that what you think I – sound like when I sang you the cup song oh no <laughs> yeah um but you know what it's it, it worked out because I ended up everything I worked out it, so it's you fine. It, they changed the character for you that's yeah. all that matters oh my god oh my god yeah that was it was, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, that's amazing um well it's been so nice having you on the show I've had such a great time with you um you how can people follow you on social media to keep up with all of your fun stuff yeah um Instagram, tick. I'm trying to be more active on TikTok. Can't keep up with the. I'm like, I'm trying. There's, I get it. It's, I can't. That's I'm like, too I feel much. Like I'm getting old now. Um, yeah, Instagram, Devin underscore Nakota. <laughs> okay. And if there's one thing you can say to all of the Scream fans out there, what would you say to them? Watch out, Ghostface. Oh. <laughs> Ghostface is back. Watch out, everybody. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. So lovely talking to you. Thank you so much. Me too. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks again to Devin for coming on the show and spending some time with me. Make sure to check out Scream 6 in theaters tomorrow. So excited to go see it again. Honestly, biggest fan. Love it. And as always, thanks for coming in. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.